1: And welcome to another episode. If you don't like that, hope you are getting ready for a fabulous weekend. Today's podcast is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. And if you happen to have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. New Works will be there with their 24-7 service. For all of your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. So this week's been uh, a week of reminiscing for me because it was two years ago this week that I began this podcast. And in my very first episode, I talked about what May 31st was like for me, what June 1st of 2020 and June 2nd of 2020 was like, and of course, the ensuing months leading up to my first podcast in the first week of October. And I talked about all lives matter every single one. I talked about why I put that out on Twitter. I talked about my upbringing. I talked about what I believe in. And I talked about what my intent of all lives matter every single one was. And it's so interesting to me because earlier this week on Tuesday, I read some tweets by an entertainer named Zuby from Zuby Music, rapper, author, podcaster, speaker, and coach. And I had never heard of Zuby. And I had a friend send me a screenshot of a tweet that Zuby put out. And I read it on my podcast on Tuesday. And Zuby put on Twitter, black lives matter, white lives matter, all lives matter. These phrases essentially mean the same thing if interpreted literally, all the self-evidently and uncontroversially true. The fact people fight or get upset by this shows how emotionally incontinent Our society is. Black lives matter because all lives matter. White lives matter because all lives matter. All lives couldn't matter if black or white lives didn't matter, and in parentheses, or any others. Stop being dumb and dividing over basic stuff we already agree on. And I was just like, wow. And I read that a couple of times on my podcast on Tuesday. And I've read it several more times since because I just don't think I've seen it said any better than Zuby did. And I started looking at some of the other social media posts that Zuby put out. And I'm like, wow, here's an individual that really gets it and talks about common sense. And so I've really been enjoying following Zuby this week on social media. But when I read that on Tuesday, I could never have imagined what would have happened on fox news that evening on the sean hannity show on fox when joe concha who is a fox news contributor went on with sean hannity and this was the discussion
0: i still stand by that uh, because you stand apart from the the, the blue mark twitter media mob cult and you're independent. And I ask you, how is it that they ignored that aspect, like they ignored the 574 riots in the summer of 2020 that they said were mostly peaceful? I think Sean, Black Lives Matter is seen as the third rail of journalism. Like there's 11 commandment of some kind that says, "Thou shall not criticize Black Lives Matter," because then, as a reporter or journalist, you'll be accused of being racist for simply doing your job and scrutinizing a powerful group. And I share this story in my group to to talk about what Leo just talked about before uh, in my book, Come On Man. And it's a story about Grant Napier. And you say, well, who's that? Well, he was the play-by-play announcer for the NBA's Sacramento Kings for decades. This guy had been there forever. And when one player asked him on Twitter what he thought of the Black Lives Matter movement two years ago, he responded, quote, all lives matter, every single one, unquote. In other words, it's bad to murder anybody regardless of skin color. We embrace the words of Martin Luther King Jr. when he preached to judge a person not on the color of their skin but the content of their character. And instead, this guy ends up getting fired literally a day after he says this for saying the most logical thing anybody can say as a human being. All lives as human beings matter, Sean, and this guy lost his job and he hasn't worked since. And that's where we are at this point because no journalists, no media members came to his defense and say, wait a minute, what's wrong with the argument to say that all lives matter?
1: And I thank Joe for his comments on uh, the Sean Hannity show on Fox News. So, again, I do my podcast, and then hours later, I get all these messages sent to me. I was not watching Fox News and the Sean Hannity show, but a lot of people were. And my phone started blowing up, and I was just so amazed that here we are uh, two years and several months after I made my comment All Lives Matter, every single one. And there still seems to be a lot of talk about that in this country and my question is why are we still having so much dialogue over something that to me seems so basic all lives matter every single one and as I read the tweet earlier okay from Zuby he said it as well as anyone could possibly say it in my opinion so then I moved to Last night, again, Fox News, an interview that Kanye West did with Tucker Carlson on the Tucker Carlson Show, and this was part of the dialogue with Ye talking about why he and Candace Owens were wearing t-shirts at a Paris fashion show that said white
2: lives matter. You know, my dad is an educated um, ex-Black Panther and... He put a text to me today, he said, white lives matter, ha 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 ha. And I said, I thought the shirt was a funny shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny. And I said, dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just just a black man stating the obvious. (laughs) And you know, my dad doesn't listen to rap music. And he's like super educated. We, we opened up a water distribution center in the Dominican Republic together. He's like the original Steve Jobs, but he was getting blocked every which way with all of his ideas. And he didn't have uh, an endless bank account and he didn't have an Instagram. So all these ideas, he had to like take them back and compress them. Like my dad is the most brilliant person that I know And we actually have a strained relationship because I was taken from him because my mom was an actress. So she was a liberal. And my dad would see certain things and say, you know, we should do it this way. We should do it that way. And the people got around my mom and pulled her away. Much like, you know, Kim is a Christian, but she has people who want her to go to interview magazine and put her ass out while she's a 40-something-year-old multi-billionaire with four black children. And this is what, how fashion wants to, uh, how they want to present her. So I know you give, these, um, you give these questions and I give you like these three-part answers. Is this a cool format for you? Yeah, I love okay, it. Following? Okay, cool. And I am following it. All right. So you said um,
0: that your father said when he saw the shirt, White Lives Matter, it's great to see a black man stating the obvious. So by which I think you meant that's obviously
2: true yeah that my favorite response because I kept on thinking like you know people they're looking for a, a explanation and people say well as an artist you don't have to give an explanation but as a leader you do yes I think that's right so the answer to why I wrote white lives matter on a shirt is because they do it's the obvious thing yeah
0: why why do you think that's so And and I assume the implication is, of course, all lives matter because they're lives, because God created them. Why do you think that that would be considered controversial?
2: Because the same people that have stripped us of our identity and labeled us as as a color have told us what it means to be black. And the vernacular that we're supposed to have. That was just an
1: excerpt from the interview with Tucker Carlson of Fox News. You can see the entire interview if you Google uh, Tucker Carlson interviewing uh, Yay West. So you might ask, okay, well, why am I still talking about this in October of 2022? And I kind of touched on that when I began this podcast and I touched upon it, if you go back and listen to Tuesday's podcast, because this is a week of reminiscing for me because it's when I started my New career, as you could say, podcast, and then months later, live shows, and now I'm branching out to my YouTube live show. But the point is I wanted to reflect back on where we are now in October of 2022 and where we were back on June 1st of 2020. And we're still having the debate about whether it's okay to say all lives matter. Yay, wore t-shirts with Candace Owens saying white lives matter, we had Joe Concha going on the Sean Hannity show and talking about my situation and how absurd it all was. Now, here's what concerns me. We as a society get way too caught up on whether something was said on Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or your local columnist in your newspaper in your hometown or another website Whatever the case may be, you just want to ignore it if you're not a fan of that particular media entity. I suggest you just listen to the message and think for yourself. We don't, all, we don't all have to agree on the same thing. I've been talking about this now for over two years. I think it's pretty sad that we have to debate All Lives Matter, every single one. Why are we still debating that? Like, why are there people that still have a problem with the phrase all lives matter, particularly when I say every single one. I can't say every single one if the lives of black people don't matter because then all lives couldn't matter. I certainly couldn't say that if I used the phrase white lives matter as Zuby so eloquently stated on social media. I mean, if those two things were not true, then the statement all lives matter could never be true all lives matter, every single one, those six words are very concise, they're very specific, they have no gray area attached to them. Six words, all lives matter, every single one. And yet here we are in October of 2022, and this dialogue is still going on in the United States of America, and quite frankly, I don't understand why. But what's alarming to me is that we label and stereotype certain narratives that are going on in this country. And Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, it seems that if the message is coming from a conservative, well, then it's a bunch of BS. And if the message is coming from a liberal, then it's great and it's going to be endorsed. And that's the way of the world and particularly The United States, who makes these rules? Why do we have those unwritten rules? Whatever happened to dialogue in this country? Whatever happened to communication in this country? Whatever happened to asking somebody, what did you mean when you said all lives matter, every single one? What did you mean by that? What was your intent? But no, in the United States, we are quick to cancel, we are quick to erase, and quick to eliminate depending on what side of the political ledger one may be on. I've never talked about politics in all my years of being on radio or television. Not once did I ever talk about my political affiliation. I've been very open about this. Politics turns me off. I don't care for it. I don't spend a lot of time in dealing with politics. I think that we have many issues in this country and I may be naive with my opinion on this, but I don't think it really matters whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. I don't think it really matters if the President of the United States is a Democrat or a Republican because there are too many politicians that have agendas, and to use a cliche, If the Democrats came up with a cure for cancer, the Republicans would vote no. If the Republicans came up with a cure for cancer, but it had to be passed in the House and the Senate, it would be voted down by Democrats. That's where we are in the United States, in my opinion. And I think it is so unbelievably sad. It is so unproductive. And I think it's one of the reasons why our country is in the state that it is in now. And whether you are on the left, or you're on the right, I think we could all agree or the majority of us can agree that our country can be a hell of a lot better than it is now. So I get back to all lives matter every single one. Why is it that Bill Maher, who is liberal, far left, maybe moving a little bit closer towards the middle, but why is it that Bill Maher can go on his HBO twice and talk about cancel culture, and use me as an example on two different occasions on his show and talking about how wrong it was that I got canceled and nobody really wants to discuss that. But as soon as an individual like Joe Concha goes on the Sean Hannity show, I receive a few, not many, messages by going, Grant, you know what? You really shouldn't be promoting the fact that you were talked about on the Sean Hannity show. And again, my response is, listen to what is being said. Don't worry about Sean Hannity, all right? Sean Hannity didn't make the comment. Joe Concha made the comment, okay? Ye West talked about why he wore the shirts, White Lives Matter, with Candace Owens on the Tucker Carlson show. Just don't ignore that because it's on a news outlet that you don't care for or because you're on the left as opposed to being on the right. I mean, since when did all lives matter, every single one have an attachment to a political affiliation? Really? I mean, are we having this conversation? Please tell me that you don't agree with all lives matter because you're on the left as opposed to being on the right. Think about the six words that I used. All lives matter, every single one. Why are you trying to interpret that any differently than what the six words mean. But yet there are those, although I am fairly convinced, I am actually very convinced that those are in the minority, but that's where we are in this day and age in 2022. So as I wrap up my podcast this week, it has been a week of reflection for me. It's been a week of thinking about where we were in the summer of 2020 and where we are now on this topic. And quite frankly, We're pretty much on first base and have not been able to move around the diamond to second or third or home plate. We have not been able to conclude this conversation. And in all likelihood, we won't because we're in the United States where we are too damn stuck in the sand with our political beliefs and what you or we feel is the proper response and proper narrative based on your political affiliation. And what I'm stating and stating once and for all is how about you think for yourself, not based on how your political party and the leaders that you vote for think. How about you just for a moment, think for yourself. Now there are many that do, but unfortunately there are many that do not, and they just want to cancel and they want to erase And they want to just move on because everything that they say they think is golden and that's the way it should be. They don't want to communicate, no dialogue, no difference of opinion. Nope, you're done. You're canceled. My thanks once again to Joe Concha for going on such a popular platform, whether you like Sean Hannity or not, his ratings speak for themselves. I'm grateful for the Joe Conchas of the world that are not afraid to come out and speak the truth. And for that, I say thank you very much. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's now get to our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I will answer your question on next week's podcast. All right, let's get to Zach. Who has the best defense in the NFL? Well, you can look at points against. I mean, that is a very important stat. It's the only stat to me that matters. Uh, I will answer the question this way. If I could take any defense in the National Football League, I would take San Francisco's. I just think they have a defense that is maybe a whisker ahead of some of the other teams, but I really like their defense. All right, let's get to Dan. Would you sign a player to a contract longer than five years in Major League Baseball? Well, I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth here. Yes and no. I would not go over seven or eight years. I know the Yankees are going to have to give Aaron Judge a 10-year deal or more, and I don't like that. Their hands are tied. The answer to your question is, if I were a general manager, no, I would not. If I was a general manager, I would put my money in pitching, pitching, and pitching. That's where I would spend my money in free agency. Charlie asks, why do you think Tony Romo is a terrible broadcaster? Because he never shuts up and he overstates the obvious and very often is not in tune with what's going on in the game. There are many times when he talks about having to drive the length of the field when a team only needs a field goal and things of that nature. I think he hurts Jim Nance in his play-by-play. I think he's too corny on the air, but more than anything, he talks too much. So that's why I think, and first of all, I don't think he's a terrible broadcaster. I just don't think he's anywhere near an elite broadcaster. I don't think he's terrible. I mean, if you want to talk about terrible, Mark Sanchez is terrible. I watched him do the game in London the other day. God, he was horrible. Absolutely awful. Terrible doing the Vikings-Saints game. That's the first time I've really paid attention to Mark Sanchez. Good Lord, is he terrible. Michael asks, NBA GMs voted that the Raptors had the best home court advantage. Do you agree? No, that's not true. And I don't even think NBA GMs do that survey. I think they give it off to assistants and interns and things of that nature. I don't know if GMs that spend time doing the NBA GM survey. Do I think Toronto's the best home court advantage? I think it's good, but is it the best? No, I don't believe it is the best. Now, I know you're going to ask me who's got the best home court advantage in the NBA. Well, Michael, I've also said the teams that are the best teams in the league normally have the best home courts in the league because they have the best talent and they win the most games. But it's certainly not Toronto, in my opinion. Alex asked, what is Vivek's end goal as an owner? That's a question you would have to ask Vivek. I do not want to speak for him. Logan wants to know, should Michigan's football team be ranked higher? Maybe, but you don't have to worry about that in the first week of October. If you go out and win... You're going to be in the final four. You'll be in the college football playoff, and that's all you need to worry about. Brad asked, do you think the NFL is going to make changes to the concussion protocol? Yes, and they already have, and there's no question. Trevor wants to know, why does LeBron want a team in Vegas so badly? Because it's Vegas, and it will be a cash cow, and that's pretty obvious to me why LeBron would want to be involved in that. Matt wants to know, what's your take on DeMarcus Cousins' comments about growing as a person? Well, I would hope he's grown as a person. All right, what is he, 30? Is he in his 30s now? I would hope he's grown as a person. I also think he's delusional about how he is perceived, uh, particularly by coaches that have coached him. I think he has no idea what they really think about him, and I think that is very sad. Dave wants to, now, wants to know, how often do fights break out at NBA practices? Not very often. I mean, pushing and shoving, yes, but full-blown roundhouses, No. That doesn't happen very often, Dave. It really doesn't. Some pushing and shuffing, chest to chest, yes. But nothing more than that. Zach wants to know, did I watch Victor uh, Wembanyama play uh, in Vegas? I did not. I saw some of the highlights. Obviously, he seems to have a bright future. Brandon wants to know, was Blake Bortles set up for failure when looking back at his career? Mm, I don't know if he was set up for failure. He, many instances did not have the best situation. I don't know if I would go back and say that up for failure might be a little bit too strong. Jake wants to know, did you think Tyler Hero would get an extension like this? Yes, I did. I think he's an integral part of the Miami Heat, and I'm i really not surprised. Adam wants to know, are the 49ers going to stick with Trey Lance through this injury? Well, not this year, obviously. He's not playing, but he'll be the starting quarterback next year, uh, barring a trade. So yes, I think that they will stick with him. Jake wants to know, do the ticket sales at the NBA preseason game in Seattle have an impact on the city's expansion chances. No, it makes no difference. They're going to get an expansion franchise. They'll be the first city to get an expansion franchise whenever the NBA decides to expand. That attendance had no bearing on Seattle. They'll get an NBA expansion franchise. They should have already had one. They got a beautiful state-of-the-art arena. There's no doubt about that. Nick from New York wants to know, do you have any opinion on Eric Adams as the mayor of New York? You know, Nick, here's what I want from my mayors if I live in a city. I want to feel safe. And I got to tell you, when I go to New York now, I don't feel safe. And that's coming from someone that grew up in New York and always felt safe and really never looked around, never was aware of my surroundings because I always, always, always felt very safe in New York. As a matter of fact, I felt safer in New York than many other places in the United States and around the world. I think the issues with the crime in New York are rampant, and I put a lot of that on the mayor. So my opinion on Eric Adams is I would give him a big fat F and a failure. I also think his uh, uh, protocol and the COVID vaccine mandates as a mayor of New York were despicable and disgraceful. So I am not a fan of Eric, uh, Eric Adams uh, as the mayor of New York. But first and foremost, it comes down to safety. And New York right now, in my opinion, is not a safe city. Jerry wants to know, would you say this baseball season was boring outside of Aaron Judge? It's boring if your team was not in the race, but that's subjective. What's boring to me may not be boring to you and vice versa, tough to say. And that is my CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to crowdultra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on next week's podcast. It's time
0: for Grant's
1: Grant. Today's rant is brought to you by Sky Oak Capital, a financial planning and wealth management firm. As an SEC registered investment advisor, Sky Oak Capital's primary focus is protecting your assets by mitigating risk while providing returns to allow you to retire comfortably. Now to get a financial consultation, just go to skyoak.com. You can take a free risk analysis. Views and opinions expressed by this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of Sky Oak Capital. How awful was that game last night in Denver? Boy, you want to talk about setting the National Football League back. Good Lord. The Colts and the Broncos, one of the worst games you could ever imagine. The Colts winning the game in overtime thanks to a gift by Russell Wilson. You know, when you look at Russell Wilson play for the Denver Broncos, you have to ask yourself, what the hell were the Broncos thinking about in acquiring Wilson and then giving him that big of a deal? Russell Wilson right now is not even a top 20 quarterback in the NFL. He may not be a top 25 quarterback in the NFL. Seriously. I mean, he looks absolutely dreadful. That decision at the end of the game last night and in the interception in the end zone defies comprehension to me. Absolutely horrible. Coach, Nathaniel Hackett, F. Russell Wilson, F. Denver Broncos defense, A. Offense, embarrassing. Just absolutely dreadful. The game last night, unwatchable. A big boot of the NFL for putting on a display such as that. Embarrassing. There's no other way to say it. Embarrassing and Russell Wilson, pathetic. And that's my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. I hope you have a great weekend. Be sure and join me later today, three o'clock Pacific, my YouTube live channel. If you don't like that with Grant Neep here, Sean Salisbury to talk college and NFL football. Make it a great weekend, everybody. And thanks so much.